Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. This is Straight Talk on Health, the pre-Easter show. Boy, I wish I had an hour today. Maybe I'll do an extra half an hour. You'll get that on the website later on. I think I will. I always say that, then I decide not to, but there's so much to say today, you know? The power of Christ, the power of really taking into oneself the meaning of the resurrection. Well, you know, I had a friend, and uh, I had a friend on the East Coast, good friend, maybe the closest friend I ever had, and on the first of the year, he threw himself in front of a train. He killed himself. He had a family. He lost his business because of the lockdown. There must have been other things involved that I didn't know about, but he whacked himself. How do you hook that one up? How do you tell his wife what resurrection actually means? What the payoff is for believing in Christ? How do you tell that to people who really suffer? I get people who get diagnosed with terminal cancers all the time. They come, they go. They're here, they're gone. It's ugly. What does this have to do with Easter? To make it more complicated, as a scientist, most of scientists are atheists. They don't buy this stuff. If you listen to the gentleman just before I came on today, he was talking about the people that don't believe in the resurrection. So we have a split. Obviously, yet we have a split. How do I forgive Dr. Fauci? How do all the people... Have you been downtown to L.A. lately? Have you been to the overpasses? Have you looked at the number? I'll bet you, you don't go there anymore. Well, let me tell you, if you haven't been to Los Angeles lately, let me tell you, I go there often enough, the numbers of people living under the overpasses is growing. It's spooky. It looks like Blade Runner on steroids. The power of Christ? The meaning of resurrection? What you're going to get out of it? How do you tell that to people who live in the street? You see? Well, I believe, I believe that the meaning of Holy Week the meaning of the crucifixion, the meaning of the resurrection, I believe as a scientist that there's a way to translate suffering into prosperity. My interpretation, and I have a right to interpret, I don't necessarily need to believe what each theologian tells me, right? I'm an individual, a free-thinking Christian, I believe that the story of Christ has real meaning 
when we can translate suffering and we we can't always do that because we're human but it has real meaning it has the it offers prosperity a potential when real suffering translates into prosperity and my point to you today is I don't understand how anybody can really get this unless they understand science unless they understand the nuances of the human organism I don't understand it I think faith is weak I don't think it's done so easily this transformation this promised transformation if you believe deeply enough from suffering into prosperity from the crucifixion from the agony in the garden into the resurrection in the flesh the resurrection I don't think you can really get it where it counts unless you understand science yeah take that to the bank but what do I mean I mean this what science has denied you a deeper understanding of and I think unfortunately what theology has denied you a deeper understanding of is the neurological system what the brain and the spinal cord really represent and I'm gonna make an analogy today because I was just listening to I think a fairly learned individual go through Holy Week and some of the things that Christ said while being crucified and the two I want to focus on today is number one when he said father forgive them for they know not what they do and then the other one when he said father why have you forsaken me now I may not have the exact quotes but I think I'm pretty close with those two and those two don't sound like the same person do they right why do I have to forgive Dr. Fauci why do I have to forgive Gavin Newsom why do I have to forgive Andrew Cuomo why do I have to forgive the Chinese Communist Party why do I have to forgive them you see and if I forgive them then at the same time why did I have to go through this suffering on the left on one hand it's I forgive you dr. Fauci for this lie I forgive you Andrew Cuomo for this exaggerated lockdown for the thousands of elderly that died unnecessarily unlike down there in Florida with Rick DeSantis who understood what to do with the geriatrics I have to give you Andrew Cuomo because you definitely influenced the loss of a very close person to me I have to forgive you and I do and life is beautiful and then it's the other side it's why did I have to suffer this why did that family who lost a husband to a suicide have to suffer that how do you put those two together because they're both realities they are realities and you hear Christ engage both those realities how do you do that and yet in the net of it at the end of the at the end of the deal have your resurrection in other words prosper from your suffering because both sides of you are at work 
Now, the hookup to science is, is that all this parallels is the neurological system, and I mean the autonomic nervous system, and I mean the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. And what grieves me. So I have to forgive it. And yet why do I have to suffer it? If I didn't suffer this personally. So I'm giving you something personal about me. If I didn't suffer this. This issue for me. Getting you to understand what I'm talking about. Not in your head. In your being. If I didn't suffer this. I'd already be a rich man a hundred times over. I don't. 50,000 acres of forest. Yeah. I'll give that piece of me to you today. That I suffer this. I suffer understanding a certain piece of what that resurrection was about that has to do with the neurological system. Basically, the the juxtaposition of each side of the nervous system. And what I suffer is, I promise you, you still don't have a real understanding of what I'm talking about. And I've been on the radio for 10 years. In your experience, in your daily experience, you know, a woman came into my office uh, about six months ago. She said something that, it, it made my year. She said to me, this is a woman who cured herself of something nasty that I won't get into. But she said to me, Dr. Manici, when I do Bible study, when it really hits me, and it took me a long time to do this, she said to me, when it really hits me, I feel something moving through my body. And she said to me, it feels just like what it feels like when I take a breath or when you adjust my cranium or when I adjust my own cranium when I put myself through one of the physical exercises that brings a neurological shift and I let go of something bad inside myself something evil something dark during Bible study it feels the same way now that didn't just make my day it didn't make my week it didn't make my month it really made my year because for 10 years I've been on air I've been teaching classes I've been teaching patients I've been putting this out on the radio in different forms every single week and my suffering is I don't think I'm getting the point across yet I really don't. It astounds me. But I have to forgive it, don't I? And I have to deal with the fact that I'm not as successful as I would otherwise be with this great peace. You see, I have to forgive it and yet I have to prosper from it. You get my point. Well, how is that different than you? There's something that burdens you, isn't there? And you have to forgive it, and yet you have to prosper from it. And isn't that the story of Christ? I mean, what is the agony in the garden all about? 
It's I'm Jesus Christ. I have all this power. I have all this knowledge. I have all this glory. I have all this influence. And why do I have to go through what I'm about to go through? So that in hindsight, I can have prosperity, the real prosperity. I want not the home run. I want the grand slam. My name is Jesus. I have come here to show you the grand slam. I'm here to show you how you suffer to the point where you're almost broken. And then you resurrect, you redesign, you reconfigure. It is sinful that scientists espouse atheism, that their scientists taught them atheism. You think that's poetry, right? No, you're watching it go down right now. We are on the brink of something very, very dark. It's going to get much worse. How do we prosper amidst that? Vaccine cards? Are you kidding me? Christianity may be dead. It certainly doesn't look too good for us. Truly, it doesn't. And yet, we're supposed to look back on this in hindsight from the viewpoint of we prosper. How do we do that? Well, we have to forgive, right? We have to forgive. We can't face Fauci. We can't face the evil cabal. We can't face Epstein's pedophilia rings. We can't face these things without forgiving them. And at the same time, it's like a spear through our flesh. So looking at both of those things together, how do we prosper? How? What's the methodology? What do you do when you get up in the morning? What do you say? What do you think? How do you act? What choices do you make? Do you form a militia and go ballistic? Do you do nothing? Do you pretend you agree but secretly hold to your alternate viewpoint? Do you fake your vaccine? Do you get your vaccine? Do you go to your grave fighting the vaccine, you see? How do you make it real? Real. Not just something in your reclusive mind. Not just something you pretend. And my point to you is, is that we were given a neurological system to make it real. There's something called a shift. A shift. Saul became Paul. As a scientist, you can go in there and watch something happen to the sympathetic nervous system transfer itself into the parasympathetic nervous system. Now, I know I've said this at least a thousand times, maybe more, maybe once a show. But the point is, how are we, have we, will we? When are we going to begin to train our bodies to understand that experience, to inhabit that experience? I will tell you as a scientist, as a doctor, I live this way. I live this way. I could not imagine failing to take a breath, failing to do a stretch, failing in any way to do the things I have to do to feel, to physically feel my body shift into the other side of its neurological system. And the payoff, of course, is the what? 
a million dollars to anybody that can tell me the chemical equivalent of the payoff. No, I'm not serious. There's, you got to do that in the age of COVID, right? You got to qualify. No. A million gazillion popcorn kernels to you. Can you tell me? Can you tell me what the payoff is when you shift into the other side of the nervous system? The payoff is, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Because it doesn't mean anything if you can't shift. It's just words. It's just empty words. You have to inhabit it. And the payoff for inhabiting it is what? That's the question. And you guessed it. Of course you did. It's the endorphin. The endorphin. No, not serotonin. No, not dopamine. No, not DHEA. No, not adrenaline. Not growth hormone. Forget all the nonsense. It's the endorphin. Perhaps even the endorphin and DMT, dimethyltryptamine. You see? See, right there we cross the line, right? You're going to equate the experience of our Lord with a chemical in the body. How dare you? I can feel people right now. You can't reduce it to that. What an absurdity to say that. What an absurdity to say that there's not a chemical hookup into the experience of our Lord, into the knowing of God. We're taught that we can't make that equivalent. Yes, it's the endorphin. It's the endorphin you seek in the neurological shift you seek, in the health practice that you seek, that will deliver the connection to the heavens, to God, to the wisdom to forgive. Because in the parasympathetic state, in the experience of some current, a physical experience of a current, a current, soul became Paul, a current moving through your body, a current as suggested by the halo above the head, a current, having the experience of that current flowing within one's body, one finds it much easier to forgive. How we have divorced ourselves from that experience and use terms like I forgive is beyond me, absolutely beyond me. And it is a suffering of mine. Because I've only been saying it 10 years. In fact, if you want to know the truth, my acerbic nature on air is generally driven by this discontent. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that's 90% of our culture. The mass percentage of people are arrogant. They are grossly arrogant. Yeah, that's right. We couldn't have the age of COVID without that. If you can't see that Anthony Fauci and these politicians are scamming us, 
then you must have died and nobody told you. This is not a matter of IQ. It's not a ma- it is a matter of arrogance. Four-year-old kids. I watched a mother this week kiss her three-year-old through a mask. She had a mask on. Her three-year-old had a mask on, and she's kissing her kid through a mask. If you are that dumb, honestly, if you are that dumb, what I can't say on air right now. The mass percentage of what you face each day, everywhere, in power, controlling your tax system, your political system, controlling you and everything you do is driven by the Pharisees. Yeah. Yeah, Holy Week, when he walked in to the temple and he went ballistic. You can't do that. We can't even go up to Sacramento being civilly disobedient. Holy Week's fascinating week if you really break it down. But particularly, how did he bring himself to say, I forgive? You see? In the eye of the tiger, in the middle of the storm, to forgive, that's a godly phenomenon. You see, we're not that good. I'm not that good. You're not that good. Well, Jesus was God. But that story is to influence us today and tomorrow and forever on, for as long and until our soul leaves our body. That story is to tell us how to do it here. And this is one of the great scams. One of the great scams is when we separated science from the spiritual. You know, we invented a subset of science called quantum physics. We invented it only to bring us to an understanding of God. And of course, none of this is taught, mentioned, referenced, implied in any of our academia. I just finished it, called Physical Chemistry. It's filled with reference to God. Tunneling, for those of you who know something about physics, tunneling, tunneling. How the electrons find a way to deny the activation energy. They go through the wall instead of finding out how to exceed the amount of energy it takes to create the reaction. Tunneling, it's called. Current, calculus, benzene, when the electrons delocalize and they start spinning. Why don't we understand that the whole human organism does that? It delocalizes its electrons as it intensifies its current. What do you think the Christian halo means? See, it's all over quantum physics. And from Schrodinger to Einstein, in the end, they understood it. But they're the minority, the, ma- the, the majority, the gross majority of scientists and academics today think this is nonsense. And worse yet, our biochemists are sure it's nonsense. You can get a little esoteric in physics. You cannot in the chemistries or the genetics or the molecular genetics or the microbiologies or any of it. The Lord is peed upon in those sciences. 
Well, not for long, right? Isn't it said, I think it was on Holy Saturday, there were earthquakes, the sky was dark, there was stuff going on, no one could believe. And how couldn't you see that something big had happened? And yet most did not see. I'm into the payoff. Tomorrow I separate the payoff. I celebrate the payoff. Tomorrow's payoff day for my health practice. That's the way I see it. I hope you have a health practice. I hope you're interested in improving your health practice. And I hope you take my offer. 714-850-1007 if you want to improve and bring your health practice up to snuff or less payoff for you. God bless you. Happy Easter on whatever level you experience it. I'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.